Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Good afternoon and welcome to Women-Led Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm Cheryl Guidry, your host of Health is Wealth. Our topic today is energy vampires. What are they really? And my guest today is Larry Michael, a.k.a. the Love Shepherd and the founder of the Institute of Genetic Energetics and the 4answers.com, Master ERP, who is also a breakthrough relationship coach, an author, a trainer, a speaker, and a producer. I met Larry a couple of years ago when I interviewed him for the 4answers.com, and that blew me away. But more recently, I was reading one of his articles, Six Signs of Energy Vampires and How to Slay Them Before They Drain You. And I immediately said, I need to have Larry talk about this to see if I have any energy vampires in my life. So, Larry, without further ado, please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and answer the question, what are energy vampires and are they real? Oh, my gosh. Um, thank you. First of all, Cheryl, thank you for having me on your show again. Um, you know, you open the can of worms, my dear, by asking this question. Uh, and to give you an idea of, like, how many people are used to or into this, if you did a Google search right now, you'd find out that 460,000 people, like nearly a half a million people, have search for energy vampires and if you go to youtube if you go to youtube you're going to find over 400 videos from people that really uh, you know they themselves out to know what an energy vampire is and how to deal with them and how you're being attacked by them and and how you can save yourself from them and oh my god what do we do and and to be honest with you there are experiences, and we'll talk about them on the show, that could feel like a lot of the things that, with really good intention, people have come out and talked about. But realistically, there is only one truth that I've ever discovered around energy vampires, and it has nothing to do with people. It has everything to do with electricity being sucked out of your home. Like the oh, wow. real energy vampire energy being electrical current and your outlets or your your stovetop or your oven, those are probably just accurately, those are the only real energy vampires. Okay. Oh, darn. Isn't that funny? So, but, but if you look at these 460,000 searches or these 400-plus videos, they're not talking about electrical devices. One might. In fact, I was so pleased to find the one that talked about the electrical devices. But the, what it is is people are looking for a way to label someone when a certain behavior comes up. And most of the time, 
people, all of us humans, will do that as a way to give us an excuse not to have to go deeper or not to have mm-hmm. to understand the situation better. Wow. And so if you hear me go into a tirade in this show, it's because I am vehemently against labeling people. I mean, labels are a, are the most tragic thing we can do. You know, imagine you were married and you went through a divorce, so now you're a divorcee. And people have an idea about what a divorcee is. But you know what? Mm. That's what you were in the past. That's not who you are today. Right. You're this lovely, divine human being, and the last thing you want to be have happen to you is be labeled something from your past that you've moved away from, that you've grown from. And, you know, I, you were a brat kid. You must still be a brat today, right? No. <laughs> you could be the most incredible person today. Look, at, you were a terrible politician 10 years ago. Ah, but you learned. And now you've, you've discovered how to be really a great advocate for people. And today you're a different politician than you were 10, day, 10 years ago. So wow. these labels that we give people contain us. They, they like put us in a prison with cement around our feet, not giving us an opportunity to be anything else other than what on the surface we wanna, they want us to be identified as. You know, and for example, around energy vampires, probably what you'll see most often than anything else is people being accused of being narcissists. Mm-hmm. Right? And a narcissist is someone who drains our energy. Well, yes. you know what? Narcissistic <laughs> behavior can do that. But is every human, you know, every human being has a little bit of narcissism in them. Every ego does. Now, when does narcissism show up? It could show up between, uniquely between two people, and you take those same two people and put them in a different situation, and you don't see any narcissistic behavior at all. So is it kind or is it unkind to label someone a narcissist? Mm. It's unkind. It's unkind. Now, there's... You know, there's clinical examples of people. There are people that definitely have behaviors that a lot of us don't like, don't appreciate, don't want to experience, don't want to see. Okay, so we can choose to be not involved or we can choose to look deeper because we care about the person and want to find out where does it come from. You know, narcissism is one of those things that if you go to search for that, you're going to find all kinds of doctors, psychiatrists, doctors, health experts, empaths. They're going to tell you about all of the behaviors of narcissists. But you know what? You're going to be really hard. It's really, really hard to find any single person that can tell you Mm -hmm. where did it come from. We Mm. all know we weren't born narcissists. True. So it was a, it's a conditioned behavior as a result of experiences through someone's life. And guess what? Do any of us have conditioned behaviors <laughs> that follow us through life? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every one of us. Every yes, one of us. Do. Every one of us. And that behavior may be absolutely stellar and attractive to one person, and another person goes, nah, not interested. Right, so we're all different, but let's not sink 
a block of cement around the legs of someone that doesn't show up and support us to be our best. It's a lot to expect. So energy vampires, here's the challenge with it. And why am I, oh my God, why, why am I like such a zealot about wanting to debunk them? Mostly because 16 years ago, 17 years ago now, I was introduced to a science called genetic energetics. And you know about it because we did a radio show about it. Right. And genetic energetics is identifying for every human being an energetic frequency that we vibrate at. We all have them. We have a, a, a harmonic frequency that we vibrate at. And guess what? It's different than then, you know, it's not the same for every one of us. It's kind of like mm-hmm. it, it literally is a genetic, like a genetic blood type or an energetic blood type. It's with us. It stays with us through our whole lives. And one of the things that we discovered with this science is that there are a couple different energetic frequencies that really are discordant. They combat each other. Mm-hmm. And, and they image I'll give you is like every human being, I hope every kid has had a time in their life when they got to play with magnets, right? And you had these magnets and you'd go to push them together and the dang things would spin and push apart, right? And you try and push them together and for the life of you, you couldn't get them to, to, to go together unless you, you switch the polarity, right? They would repulse each other. Now, imagine you're not a little kid now, you're a big kid, and the magnets you have are giant. Like you and I, okay, we're going to be, we get together with each other. I got this one magnet, you got another one, mm-hmm. and we're like mm-hmm. walking towards each other, and we'll go, I can't get to you. I, this is a lot of work. And we're like getting exhausted, right? I'm pushing hard with my feet, you're pushing hard with yours, and it's like our faces are getting red, and we're like, finally we turn around, we put the magnets down, and go, oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> we, we walk up to each other, give each other a hug, and went, that was way too much work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened there? These two energetic frequencies were pushing us apart. And as long as they were pushing us apart and we're trying to be together, there's a drain of energy. Okay. So we can actually, so, and guess what? Here's the other thing. Both of us had magnets. Both of us were pushing each other apart. So it wasn't just you or just me that was draining the energy. It was the two of us. Wow. So in any <laughs> circumstance, when you find yourself around someone that is draining your energy, so to speak, and I don't want to give it the label energy vampire. Remember, energy vampire is an electrical outlet. That's as good as you get with it. <laughs> the rest of it, people, please, please stop labeling individuals. You can label a behavior when you see it, but that's not the person. Okay. I'm going to repeat that. You can label a behavior. This is a narcissistic behavior. That does not make someone a narcissist. A narcissist, excuse me. Okay. This is mean behavior. That doesn't make someone a bully or a horrible person. It might be a horrible behavior. Right. right. And all of us have done things that we can look back on it and go, oh, not so good. <laughs> that was like, <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done that. I don't want to do that again. I, I'm ashamed of it, or I promise I'm going to learn from it, right? 
But boy, right. what a travesty to get labeled by it. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, wow. so what we're going to talk about is experiences that people have as a result of these two energetic frequencies being opposing each other, being discordant okay. energy, right? So okay. every one of us has been in a situation where we get together with someone and for whatever reason, we just can't keep our attention. Like, we really wanted to meet them. We really wanted to spend time with them. They're attractive to us, or what they're doing is interesting to us. And we sit down and we talk to them in their presence. And for whatever reason, it's just, like, hard to keep our attention. And we'll mm-hmm. notice our, we're looking different ways. We're even yawning, right? We may have got yeah. plenty of sleep the night before. Plenty of sleep, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So plenty of exercise. Even had two cups of coffee. We're great, right? And then mm-hmm. here we are with this person, and we're kind of yawning. This is the effect of those energetic drains. Now, it's a travesty to say that person is a vampire and they're taking away all my energy, dang it. (laughs) Right? Because we may be doing the same thing to them. Uh And usually we come up, by the way, come up with this conclusion because when we leave their company, our energy returns. We go, wow, I feel okay now. Mm -hmm. So did this person do something wrong? No. This person has an energetic frequency that is their energetic blood type. It is part of what they are as a human being. And both of us have our own frequencies, and the two collided. That's all. That's it. Can we continue to have a relationship with that person? Heck, yes, we can. We just need to be aware that that may drain our energy a little bit. I mean, what Mm -hmm. they are doing could be super important. It could be like one of the most important introductions you've ever had in your life. And you want to work with them. So you have to figure out a way to do it. Call them on the phone. You know, (laughs) don't meet them in person. There's different ways. So, you know, what's that? Put a timer on. Put a timer on it. Absolutely. (laughs) Or notice when you're tired. You know, know, I have lots of people that, I have people that work with me. I have developers that help our company that, that are different frequency than I am. And the fact that I know it means that I can accommodate for that difference and still get all the quality and all of the benefits that this person brings to the table. So loss of attention is one example. And and here's the way it gets described online. People will go, well, the person just, just talks and talks and talks, and I'm not the least bit interested in what they have to say because they were reflecting back and they're going, I just couldn't pay attention to them. And they kept talking and they didn't notice that, that I couldn't pay attention, so they must be, like, draining me of my energy. No, that is literally blaming someone else for your challenges. Wow. Larry, I'm going to stop you right here. This is some good stuff, but I want to take a minute to um, recognize one of our sponsors and partners, and we're going to come right back to it right there. Okay. Women-Led Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence, and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good and are working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits and opportunities created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good and that meaningful innovation can 
and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. Thank you for your support, Microsoft, and to all our sponsors and partners. Okay, so we're back to health as well, and with us today is Larry Michael, the founder of Genetic Energetics. Let's carry on, Larry. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope I, I hope there's the people are still with us from the beginning. So let's keep going. The loss of attention, or you're tired. Sometimes loss of attention is because the way the communication is happening is just not feeling like a fit, and that makes perfect sense from a genetic point of view because the two different frequencies also have two different ways of communicating. So there are technically, scientifically, there are two different communication styles. There's one mm-hmm. that's called structural. That's me. I use my words to mean exactly what I want to say, and when you talk to me, I'm going to take you literally, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's another person that's called figurative. Now, they may be interested in the words, but what they're really interested in more than anything is the emotion behind the words, mm-hmm. right? So. I could be talking and saying, you know, it's really important to me that we go over these things, and it's a must that this and this and this must happen. And I say Mm -hmm. it in that tone of voice. So Mm -hmm. the figurative person that's listening is, they don't even know they were supposed to pay attention to that because there was no emotion in it. They didn't hear important. They didn't hear the word must. But for me, I would not say important unless it really was. I wouldn't say must unless it meant we have to do it. Right. Right. But I didn't put that energy into it had I said, oh, my God, this is so important and we must do it, right? Now the person's right. going to go, oh, well, why didn't you say that before? I didn't hear you, right? Mm-hmm. So this is not someone that's not listening. They're just speaking in a different language, if you will, right? And their language is more emotive. Now, Cheryl, there are people in relationships like this all the time that have two different communication styles. There's parents mm-hmm. with kids that have different communication styles, and they wonder why one child is so easy to talk to and the other one is more difficult. Or they're with their partner, and they go, my partner never listens to me. They never pay attention to me. And they wear me down. I have a partner who's an energy vampire. No. (laughs) No. You have a partner who has a different communication style than you do. And that different communication style is often where that energy drain is. So when you go online and you start watching these videos and listening to these doctors and psychologists and therapists that will say you have an energy vampire when the person does not listen to you, does not communicate with you, does not respond to you accurately, they've got just their own thing to say and it has nothing to do with you, oh, my God. This is like a doctor trying to give a definition to something that they have not looked deeper at. Okay. And, wow. you know, Western medicine, you've heard it before. Uh, someone goes in, someone cuts their hand. They go to the hospital, they suture it up. Oh, you're good to go. A week later, they come back, they got another cut right next to that one. Doctor mm-hmm. sutures it up and goes, you're good to go. The doctor never asks, how did you get that cut? <laughs> right? Because mm-hmm. if they asked, they may have found out that it was the the gloves that they were using and the the job that they were doing and then how they were doing their job. And at that point, the doctor could have said, you need to change your gloves and you need to do this task in a different way or you're going to keep cutting yourself. But Western medicine doesn't typically do that. Eastern medicine does. 
Western medicine just wants to fix things. Yeah. So we're treating circumstances with people the same way Western medicine treats their patients. Let's just fix it the quickest way possible. We got a problem on the surface that looks like this. That's simple. All I need to do is drive away. All I need to do is X that person from my life. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that with your child? You never do that. Well, hopefully no. you do that, right? <laughs> no. So, but we do that with people in all kinds of situations. When something adverse comes up, we see what's on the surface, we make a decision, and then we decide how to behave as a result of it. This isn't simplicity. This is what creates complexity in our life. If we want, we want to simplify our complexity, then we need to ask questions. Just, you know, wh- why did you say that? Mm-hmm. Or, or what did you really mean? I'm not sur- certain I understand clearly. When mm-hmm. people have two different communication styles, we have to do that all the time. Or we misunderstand each other. This is different than disagreements. Like, we can disagree about things as long as we understand what's being said to us. When we disagree about something, we don't even understand what's being fully said to us. We're like, <laughs> we're we're both wasting our time. Right. And well, as human beings, mm-hmm. go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. I was just thinking, you know, how much damage we're doing to our relationships with ourselves and others by, you know, buying into this uh, made-up story of these energy vampires, you know. Because <laughs> oh, I sure had a list. I had a list, Michael. I had a list when I first read the article. So, but this puts a different perspective on it. Oh, my God. I had a list, too, when I started, Cheryl. I had a long list. And then <laughs> I you know, I started doing all this research. I really wanted to see what other people were saying. And I, and I wanted to get to a point where, you know, I was looking for insights from some of the professionals that were out there. You know, and... Uh, <laughs> Everybody from Esther Perel to you name it, John Gray and any other person you can think of, some of there's some full books that have been written about it. Um, you know, have will use this terminology, and it surprises me because some of these professionals know better than to, to than to put labels on others. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yet they allow themselves to do it. So let's let's kind of go down this list a little bit more because the the reality is there's going to people be people in our life who are going to drain who are going to feel our energy drain with them, right? Right. So right from the beginning, we're going to agree that they're not an energy vampire. Removing the label, everybody, raise your hands, stomp on the floor, whatever you're doing is listening to this. Go, okay, I will <laughs> not give someone a label again. I promise. Now do your best. I'll do my best. <laughs> right. But you will come into situations that are challenging without question because, you know, we're different. And there are people that through the conditioning in their lives have grown up not to treat folks in the same way that we might treat people, right? That, that equally as unfortunately as some of us may also be labeling us, Right. Right. And so how do we deal with this? What we've, we've got to be compassionate with ourselves. We've got to notice when things come up. If I'm tired and exhausted, if you and I go to a meeting with each other and we're tired and exhausted, they go, you know, I love you to death. I need to go take a break. Mm-hmm. I need to take a break. I had this experience. I took a whole team of people to Oslo, Norway, one year, to help with the launch of a company. Mm-hmm. And 
I was the, the genetically, genetic energetics, I was the only one in the group that was structural talking style. The rest were all figurative. And then I get into this meeting and this board, and we're like 10 people, and everybody on the board, I profiled them all, we're all figurative. I'm the only one, Cheryl, that's structural. <laughs> I would get in this meeting, and I'm supposed to be running this whole thing, right? So I get into this meeting, and I were 30, 45 minutes in it, and I'm going, I'm, I, whew, I'm losing my ability to concentrate. I'm yawning. I got plenty of sleep. <laughs> I'm not as inspirational. I'm lacking the creativity that I was hired to bring to the table. And so, fortunately, I had a great team. But I would go up, I would get out of the room, and I'd excuse myself, and I'd walk around the side. It was all glass windows, except for one mm -hmm. wall. I'd go around the wall where it was a solid wall, and I'd start doing jumping jacks to get my energy back, right? My power <laughs> moves. And as soon as my energy's back, I'd, like, walk back into the room. Later, I found out there were people in the office going, what is that Watching crazy you. man doing? <laughs> yeah. It was like, but I had to do that, right? Yeah. And I'd come back in, and then I could get into the conversation, and, you know, my creativity's back. So I'm not making anybody wrong, but I'm realizing the situation, doing what I need to do to get my inspiration and creativity back, right? So right. this is another thing that sometimes dwindles. You know, we – and – and again, we decide how much time we want to spend with someone based on how comfortable we are. And guess what a lot of us do when we don't want to spend a lot of time with someone, but someone wants to spend a lot of time with us? What do we do? Oh. We're going to fake you know, it till we, till we leave. Yeah, well, <laughs> one of the things we do is we shame ourselves. We literally shame ourselves. Well, why didn't I want to spend time with them? They wanted to spend time mm -hmm. with me, right? This is not good. Shame is not a healthy emotion. Neither is blame. In fact, yeah. there is no love around. None. Zero. If you're blaming, shaming, resenting, being righteous, you know, putting guilt on a situation, none. This is not a humane period of your life. You've got to put that stuff behind you. And there's only one way to put that stuff behind you, and that's to look deeper. That's to remove the complexity, tr stop trying to make things instantly in or put them instantly in a box when it's when there's far more to know. And wow. that far more to know is not being complex. That far more to know is actually making life simpler because at some point you discover what's really behind someone's behavior, and that's liberating. Mm. It's liberating. Right. Until then, you're constraining and constricting yourself. You know, other things that happen. Yeah. yeah. You you know, with with that are often related to energy drains is like you think something's funny and the other person doesn't get your sense of humor. <laughs> I say something, and I think that you know, I I giggle, or I I make a little oh, oh that's so cool, and people look at me like you're weird, or they go <laughs> you, you know that's not funny. Actually, you're funny. You're funny weird. But that wasn't funny. So, it, you know, we just have, you'll notice that when you're with someone that is a different communication style or has a different energetic frequency than you, that sometimes your sense of humor doesn't, they don't match. Right. right. So right. conversation is not so easy. You have to work a little harder at it. You've got to pay more attention. You've got to ask questions. You've got to check in and go, I think I heard you say this. Is that accurate? You know, not assume 
but mm-hmm. really listen closely and want to fully understand someone you know, as human beings. We're happiest when we meet someone that's just like us because it's way easier. Like, so we get easy, along fine yeah. with ourselves, right? <laughs> so we want to meet someone that talks just like us because we can have this great conversation. But the reality is that is unlikely. At best, it's going to happen 50% of the time. So there's a 50% chance that you're not going to hear it. You know, there's people out there that are texting and saying, I'm exhausted texting with this person. Yeah. Because they think they're having a conversation. A text is not a conversation, by the way. No, it's not, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, without hearing someone's voice, without, without feeling their actual energy or without watching their movements, you're at a fraction of what real conversing is about. Mm. So, you know, the, the, the key here, again, is we need to be careful to remove labels. Everybody uh, that's listening right now, you've promised, you've promised us you're going to do your best not to put a label on somebody. Not to use a label. I promise, not Larry. Yep. I'm going to try can, not to use a label. <laughs> you can label a behavior, but not the person. That's the distinction. Okay. Like if you're talking to someone, if you know, if you and I are talking, you're going, "Wow, Larry's usually so nice, but he's not so nice today. This is like the normal, not this is not the normal nice Larry, right?" And and you change me from a nice person to a not nice person, right? But you know, that's a travesty. But if instead you you kind of go, "Hey, Larry, what's up? This is like mm-hmm. this is not the norm." for you. I'm I'm noticing something different. I go, Cheryl, I'm sorry. You know, I just had to put a dog to sleep today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and I just found out that one of my relatives has been diagnosed with cancer. So I'm, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm I'm probably not the nicest person right now. (laughs) Right, right, right. Because you ask that question, all of a sudden you are more connected versus assuming that this behavior is who I am, right? And you were able to do that because you looked at me in regard to my behaviors without putting a label on me that had me literally, you know, set in cement in the ground without an opportunity to be anything different. Well, this has really been some great information. I've really been enlightened. I guess I'm going to throw my list away. And think about it a little differently now, thanks to you. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. And uh, I, I really want to share that th- this is important because, you know, with a half a million people searching for the word energy vampire, which we now know is just electrical current, <laughs> but they're still searching. And with 400 some odd YouTube videos that are explaining, you know, how an empath is impacted or a narcissist impacts us or, you know, a person who is just unkind or doesn't want to listen impacts us. I really appreciate the the intention of those communications. They were designed, they were written with the idea of being able to help us. Right. What right. we need to do is look at behaviors and go deeper. If we're just taking any of this information for face value and then labeling or confirming something that we thought was a behavior instead of trying our best to be humane and and look at why, what's the deeper why 
for their behavior, mm-hmm. then we're missing it. We're we're just we you know we're just missing it. We're missing life. Yeah. We're missing an opportunity to grow, an opportunity to expand, an opportunity to be more humane and more loving and more caring. We're missing it. Wow. And I don't want people to to take another breath and miss the opportunity to see the significance in themselves or another person. Wow. Well, thank you for this, Larry. We're coming to the end of the show right now, but before we go, um, is there anything that you'd like to uh, tell our listeners, um, anything that you have coming up? Oh, gosh, well, what I'd love them them to do, everybody who's listening – is go get yourself what we call a personal energetic profile. So you've heard me talk about energetics and genetic energetics. The Institute of Energetics actually provides the oldest system known to humankind for identifying how we connect and choose who we want to be with. It's the oldest system. It's been happening since the beginning of man. And fortunately, 40 years ago, science was wrapped around it and gave it wording. And we have a profile that lets you know what you are energetically so that you can feel into that, notice it, not to label yourself in a fashion that that's the way you need to be, but to notice how that feels for you. And you can run this profile on yourself, you can run it on someone else, and you can go, whoa, no wonder it's not so easy for us to talk with each other. No wonder sex that was so great at the beginning is not the same right now. No Mm -hmm. wonder chemistry shows up, and sometimes it doesn't. It's the only system in the world that can identify who you're going to have chemistry with and why. So Mm -hmm. there's a link in this article that Mm -hmm. provides the ability for you to go get one of these personal energetic profiles, and I invite you to do it, please. It's, It's our gift to you. You're going to have to, it's, it is, by the way, it takes seconds. It takes more time to create a, a login because we have to make this highly secure than it does to actually run the profile. You only need two pieces of information. You need your birth date, and you can't lie, folks. Just tell your truth. No one else sees it. It's your birth date. And if you can get it, if you have it, the birth date of your biological opposite gender parent. So for me, that would be my biological mother. Cheryl, for you, it would be your biological father. Now, okay. If you don't have that piece of information, run the profile anyhow. Okay. Run it. It'll get sent to you right accurate. away. Yeah, it's super accurate. It is It is uncannily accurate. <laughs> and without this information, I can tell you what, you know, I have four decades of experience in therapy, coaching work, consulting work, and this literally has changed how effective I can be by a hundred, maybe a thousand X. Wow. It, it's All right. unbelievable. So that's our gift. Please, you know, there's a link. Go use it. Cheryl, thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh. I was love oh. spending time with you. I know. Thank you so much for being our guest today. And special thanks to all our listeners, both in the U.S. and internationally, as we are an international show. After our show today, you can listen to Women Lead Radio anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts, specifically Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, to name a few. We are expanding quickly to a daily radio show and podcast. So for now, we'll be back for another live Women Lead Radio show 
on Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. It has been my sincere pleasure to be your host today. Remember, your greatest wealth is your health. Thank you for listening and have a great week. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.